0: Welcome again to Apologetics for Tweens. I'm Tom Griffin. In this podcast, we will address the question, are there any absolutes? An absolute is basically something that is true and affects everyone at all times. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for everything you do for us and all our blessings. I pray that all those who need to hear this message will find the truth, believe in you, and maintain that belief for life. For those who do not know you, I pray that you will open their eyes and influence them to become seekers and find the Holy Spirit. Please bless this lesson and let your word speak through me that everyone needs to hear. Amen. A few years ago, I reconnected with a lady who had been a childhood friend of mine. I guess you could say she may have been my first girlfriend, if you can have one as early as fourth grade, that is. In any case, we lost touch over a 45-year period. When we reconnected, I learned that while I had discovered a path to Christianity and was born again, she had discovered a path of non-belief, what she called spirituality. I'm sure some of you have heard this idea of spiritual before. They claim they're not religious and do not believe in God, but they're spiritual. It entails some kind of feeling there's more than just yourself but kind of undefined. Well, after numerous discussions trying to catch up on our lives, I was sad to learn some other things about her childhood past that I never knew. As an adult, she suffered from a devastating health condition that involved constant pain. She was a talented artist, even a professional, but due to her condition, was only able to create art on occasion when she could tolerate the pain. She told me she was destined to live a short life and that somehow she had known this from early childhood before she even knew she had such a condition. In any case, I don't recall the medical term for it, but further, she informed me that while we were in high school together and she sort of went a separate way, it was because she became very wary of men due to physical sexual abuse by her father. Certainly such a horrible situation can either lead one toward God or away from God. In her case, it led her away from God. Her worldview, if you will, was spiritual and probably would fall into the category of pantheism, which we talked about before, the idea that God is all. She believed that nature was everything, and that in nature she could sense a being, an essence, and that we're all connected and part of the universe and that essence. We're part of nature. She told me that in the area around southern Wisconsin where we grew up, there was a large Native American Indian burial ground. And when she laid down on that ground there one time, she could feel the spirits of past Indian souls collectively with her own and that of nature. So it is under that set of circumstances that I attempted to share the gospel with her. Now she was always smart and very opinionated, but as I broached the subject of Jesus and Christianity, she responded by saying she rejected anything associated with absolute and exclusive truth claims. I asked her why, and she said she did not believe in absolutes. She said she believed there were very few, if any, absolutes in the world. Initially, I was caught a bit off guard, but recovered enough to ask her, are you absolutely sure there are no absolutes? She replied that she was sure, or at least convinced. So I said, well, apparently you do believe in absolutes then, since you absolutely believe there are no absolutes. She said, well, I'd have to see an example of something and be convinced that there was such a thing as an absolute truth or belief. I said, okay, let's suppose you're right, and we make the claim that there is no absolute truth. What would you say about that statement? She said, I would agree with it. Then I said, so you are absolutely sure that there is no absolute truth? She was silent. And then a moment later, she said, I see what you did there, but that's just a game of words. There is no absolute truth. I finally said, but you see, it's not a game. It's how truth actually works. You cannot claim it's absolutely true, that there is no absolute truth, without confirming that you believe there is absolute truth. Well, anyway, that did open her eyes a bit and led me to begin a dialogue about Jesus. Unfortunately, her medical condition degraded quickly after that, and she passed away about a year later. I suspect as a non-believer, I was very saddened by this and it caused me to reflect about my life, Christianity, Jesus, and sharing the gospel. So friends, I'm sharing this little story with you partly to show you the importance of the fact of truth, but more so to share with you the importance and urgency of becoming firm in your own understanding of your faith, your belief in Jesus and the time-sensitive need for you to share the gospel with all your family and friends and everyone you interact with. If you are a true believer, then it is imperative that you show people you care enough about them to try and help them find the same truth and belief in Jesus that you have. Or are you more worried that you might hurt their feelings by sharing the truth than you are about whether they'll find eternal love and residence with Jesus? Or perhaps it's your own doubt, or at least uncertainty, that Christianity is actually an exclusive truth. I hope this series of podcasts will help you gain confidence if that's the case. If you truly believe, it is more important that you take the risk of gently and kindly sharing about Jesus than whether you might lose a friend. You are not responsible for their salvation but you are responsible to help others know what you know. The Holy Spirit will take it from there. Friends, don't wait to find out why you believe. Once you do, don't wait to make sharing the gospel part of your everyday life in interactions with others and especially your family and friends. Best wishes for success. Take care until next time.